good, people? You are listening to Behind the Baller. This is episode 90 fucking 9. 99 episodes, man. 99 episodes of Behind the Baller. I'm tripping. It is just fucking crazy. I am your host, obviously, Benjamin Baller. Um, right now, I am the Game 6 Scotty Pippen of the 1998 NBA Finals. My back is hurting like a motherfucker. And uh, all I want to do is stay out of the way. <laughs> Yo, what's good, everyone? Um, before we begin, today, right now, is actually Kaya's birthday. Yes, my daughter, my youngest of three. She turned my youngest of three, and she turns three years old today. Um, that is just my little princess, and she changed my life for real. When I thought I didn't want any more kids, I was like not having it. Um, she, you know, was born, and she softened me up in a good way. She's such a little rascal, and uh, I, I just love being a girl dad. Happy birthday, Kai Kai. I love you so much. So um, I took a short little vacation, right? Not really. But, you know, I just needed to to just chill, right? You know, and that is the third time in 99 episodes that we had a single episode lapse in our show's history. It's like, doesn't happen. You know, it has to be serious shit. You know, obviously, um, still recovering from the seizures and everything else and just the whole weirdness. Uh, but it's worth it because I truly needed to recharge my batteries. All right. I hope you guys are, you know, just doing well and you're out there being safe and uh, it's crazy because I do think that I got the fever and the weirdness and all that shit from my dental, um, my oral surgery. But the crazy part is I told you I had two cavities and I only got one fixed. So I need to go back and get another one done. So I don't even fucking, I don't even know where to begin with that. But I, I got to do it because, uh, you know, again, oral health is very important. I don't, I'm not even going to begin to start on all the topics that we're going to get into on today's episode. I just rather just machine gun them all out. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. Uh, I'm just happy to be on the mic where I fucking belong. So you know what? Let's fucking go. feel a little better. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm like 92, 91. I don't know. I, I could be actually even, and on my back hurts. So I'm like 88. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely not a hundred. Okay. Definitely not a hundred percent. Not 100. But guess what? Episode 100 drops this Monday. Yes. That's like what? Four days from now. So I'm, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it the old college try. We're we going to do our thing. And on top of that, um, our one-year anniversary is coming up. It is not on a uh, actual release day drop, so I don't, I don't know how to figure it out, but I got a little special treat for you guys for that, something you guys have been asking for for, for a long time. But uh, obviously, we got to hit the inevitable and discuss that first. Uh, coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 is all the way fucked up. We are at, but almost 4 million cases. I think we're going to be past that by this weekend. And here in California, we have more cases now than even New York. We have more cases than anywhere in the United States, fucking America, right? And uh, that don't really mean shit because Texas is fucking up 
and their fucking rate of fuck ups is, is way higher as far as like their death shit is more fucked up than we got, I think, right? And Florida's fucking up. Their hospital beds in the ICU are filled up and they're overwhelmed. Arizona's fucking up real bad. And it's so weird, man. I hear people like, oh, I want to move to Arizona, move to Texas. Like, bro, stop watching Clandemic and all this other bullshit and stop being fucking stupid. Dick Stain Donald is wearing a mask now. He's like promoting masks. He's changing his tune about masks. And you know what, man? If you guys can't tell, even you Donald Trump supporters can't tell now, it's because his fucking ratings are down. In the polls, he's losing his fucking his rating is atrocious look man if trump loses in november just know that like i said it's gonna be bad like anyone who don't fuck with me really ain't gonna fuck with me that day especially if you are a trump supporter the dumbest fucking people i just i'm really daily blown away i'm mind blown at the fucking idiocy that i read it's just it's fucking crazy Biden, before all of this shit, the pandemic shit and everything, was behind Trump in the polls in the South. He was behind him by like a good amount, okay? Now it's neck and neck with Biden above him. Biden just a little past him in the South. This is where fucking Trump owned him, okay? In the Midwest, Biden is taking a big lead, okay? You already know what's, what the fuck was good, you know, was good in California and New York City. You know, in New York State, I mean, uh, Biden got that. But people are just tired of Dick Stain's fucking ridiculous fucking talk. You know, this shit, meaning the COVID-19, is not going to disappear. Still not going to disappear. Who knows how long it's going to be. I already told you this shit is really fucking up. Um, you know, in a week or so, the fucking uh, unemployment checks are, are done. The, I know there's supposed to be a stimulus check that's supposed to come again. I don't know if it's approved, but really that's what's that going to do. Uh, businesses are fucked up. This is, I don't know how long it's going to take for us to get out of this situation. It could be, you know, maybe up to five years. You know, I mean, I don't know how many more bailouts we can get. It's just fucked up. The eviction laws, they are being, I don't know if they're being tested, but all that eviction shit that was protecting people from, again, evictions and, and mortgage payments, whatever, that ends in um what like one week and after that you know it's going to be a lot of fucking people on the streets homeless and everything on to some good news this Ghislaine Maxwell situation is heating up and when Trump was asked about her at the most recent press conference or his news conference or his fucking corona briefing he said he wishes her the best yeah okay Donnie <laughs> you're praying to God she does not fucking expose you, all right? That is the truth. Two plus two equals four. Donald, you have been fucking with young little girls for a long ass time. I mean, I don't know about recently. I'm just talking about your past. It's fucking hilarious to see all the super Trump supporters that have been real quiet about this ever since he said that shit. But the whole Epstein shit, like I'm baffled by Eric Trump, like, why he posted that picture of, like, Elaine, like, at uh, Bill Clinton's wedding, like, bro, really, dog? Like, there's way more, way more incidents and way more pictures and things of Trump hanging out. Trump's been friends with them. They're homies. They're not acquaintances. They're fucking homies. He didn't hang out there because, oh, I lived in Palm Beach. Motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. Y'all kicked it at Mar-a-Lago. Y'all kicked it at Epstein's fucking island. Y'all kicked it in New York City. Y'all kicked it at parties. Stop the bullshit. 
Eric Trump, your dad was boys with Jeffrey and Ghislaine. Okay. I get people all the time. People are like, you know, like butthurt about it. And people hit me like, hey, man, how the fuck do you know Trump went to his island? Bro, look, man, I have my sources. And I ain't been wrong. Okay, fuckos. All right. And the reason you don't see Donald Trump's name on Epstein's jet manifest is very simple. Dick Stain, Donald Trump has his own jet, you fucking stupid motherfuckers. Jesus Christ, man. But anyways, um, speaking of that case, shit is getting crazy as fuck, okay? The judge who was assigned to a civil case that was going, civil case, right? This is just money against Epstein. Well, okay, a few days after the judge was assigned to the case, okay, her son was murdered in an attempted murder of her. This motherfucker was out there. They've had a hit on the judge for whatever reason, okay? Motherfucker dresses up as a FedEx driver and knocks on the door and kills the son, right? Shoots the husband and doesn't get the job done, doesn't get to the judge, okay? And, uh, you know, the crazy thing is he couldn't complete the mission, but the shooter, okay, follow this real quick, okay? The shooter ended up dead, all right? And I wonder what happened. Was it just an accident? The police, no, motherfucker. Shooter ended up dead. Not only did he end up dead, he was a fucking attorney too. That was in shit that had cross paths with weirdo shit with, I don't remember the exact shit, but, but it just, I mean, dude, you're an attorney, bro. And you, you it just, like right after this Epstein situation. And on top of that, a fucking banker from overseas who was involved with Epstein's businesses, he gets murdered too. It just must have been an accident, right? It was a coincidence. Get the fuck out of here, man. Look, man, when this shit is all said and done for real, like after it, hopefully Ghislaine testifies, whatever, there's going to be some good ass movies about this whole situation. And I'm not even talking about Lifetime because there is a surviving Jeffrey Epstein coming on Lifetime. I can't wait to watch that shit. I am obsessed with this whole situation because he is a fucking piece of shit. And um, even though right now there is private security on Ghislaine Maxwell in jail 24 hours a day, someone is going to attempt to kill this bitch, all right, before she can sing and, uh, you know, when she sings, man, look, I, man, I pray that she does. I pray that she snitches on everyone and tries to get this shit out. I hope she exposes everyone and they give her witness protection. You know, um, she's going to take down some big motherfucking hitters. Okay. Prince Andrew, like, bro, that's real actual royalty. Like maybe she's going to take down Bill Clinton. You know, we don't, I don't, I don't know. Other politicians, Dick Stain. Uh, you know, I like Bill Clinton. You know, I ain't got no issues. Again, I don't give a fuck if you're a fucking... Democrat, Republican, independent, birthday party. Look, man, if you're doing bad and you're out there fucking up, you got to go. It don't matter what color your skin is, whatever. If you're out there doing bad, you got to fucking go. And motherfuckers right now are getting exposed, okay? I pray to God she exposes Dick Stain, Donald Trump, and just he'll fucking deny this like he's been denying everything. I don't know how the fuck he hasn't had a heart attack yet, Okay. And there's just a bunch of other fucking heavy hitters, politicians, more, more fucking billionaires and, and fucking powerful attorneys and shit. I hope she takes all the motherfucking scumbags down. It, it's about to get hella messy. That's just crazy. None of this shit is coincidence. Uh, back to COVID real quick. I've seen this video on Pete Rock's page. 
and uh, check this out. If you don't know who Pete Rock is, I, I need you to, okay, I need to push pause, okay, on this podcast. Go to your bathroom or wherever you have the baby powder in your house. Get the baby powder, put a bunch on your hand, and then slap yourself hard. So yeah, I'm on Pete Rock, aka the Chocolate Boy Wonders page, and he had this fucking video on his page, and it just kind of bummed me out. Once I started listening to it, I was like, man, it's an IGTV, so it's longer than it is, a few minutes long. And this is doctor on there talking about he got a call from the CDC explaining that he had been exposed, there was exposure, so he has to, to quarantine, and uh, he's going on this fucking rant and this story like, look, I'm not going to expose, I'm not, I'm not signing up for this, I'm not doing this, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to talk to you every two days and give you my updates, I refuse to, I have no symptoms, no first of all, you're a doctor, so you're a dumb fucking stupid motherfucker, you're a doctor, and you don't know by now, like, what, what the, motherfucker, first of all, are you really a doctor, this, this shit sounds like a cap, straight up, all the way through, Okay, if you're a doctor and you should know it is proven that asymptomatic people, no symptoms, still fucking spread the shit. Okay, um, he's saying he feels fine, everything else. And then he's saying that the CDC was telling him, okay, well, if you were feeling, you know, sick and you had symptoms, then we'd mark you down as a patient. You know what, bro? Look at that. That is, I don't give a fuck if he's, if, even if he's telling the truth. There's no way the CDC is writing down a motherfucking person who has symptoms, was close to somebody who got exposed. Man, I'm not sitting there rounding this shit off. It just sounds like cap, man. It's just a bunch of bullshit. What makes me sad, actually, is that Pete Rock thinks that it's a conspiracy, okay? He doesn't not think that there's no virus, but he thinks that it's like nothing. It's, he doesn't think it's as, as bad as, as, as people think it is. And to tell you the truth, well... He thinks it's being, the virus is being blown out of proportion, okay? He also thinks that 5G is a thing and it's killing people, okay? It's fucking sad, all right? Again, 5G is in less than 50 countries. I think it's less than 30 worldwide, okay? Coronavirus is in 300 countries, all right? Ain't no 5G, okay? And yes, the news is fucked up, all right? And why is the news fucked up for you guys? Because it's talking about shit you don't wanna hear, all right? If anything, I truly think that COVID-19 is actually worse than anything the media or news is saying. That is fucking real facts, all right, okay? I talk to actual doctors who work on the front lines in hospitals here in Los Angeles, and these are people I've known for 20 years with zero agenda, just legit good people, okay? Shit is very real. I don't know what else to say. It is really fucking sad that people still think that, like, I mean, man, dude. And again, you know, I know this vaccine's coming and people are like, oh, it's the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. I told people already, don't take the fucking vaccine. Some people should. They, they have to, whatever. You know, I'm gonna wait a couple rounds before, you know, London takes it or whatever, but don't take the fucking vaccine. You ain't gotta take the vaccine. Fuck Bill Gates. But that don't mean that shit ain't real. Again, people are dying. They ain't fucking fucking writing down fake deaths. It's just, you guys are crazy, man. But yo, let's take a real quick break and uh, I'll be right back. Yo, LL, hit me with some music. Deion Sanders once said, you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you play good. You play good, they pay good. 
Yo, BTB Army. Today, I'm excited to introduce to you my new partnership with Manscaped, the best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Yes, exactly what I'm talking about. With all the barbershops being closed, the least you can do is keep yourself looking clean down there. Manscaped just released their new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. A bonus is it's water resistant, so you can confidently clean up in the shower. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. It features advanced skin safe technology to reduce any nicks and cuts or accidents, and you don't want no accidents happening down there. And it has a built-in LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. Trust me, give this a go. Keep it classy and keep it clean. Fellas, invest in your grooming. Make sure you're using the best tool for the job. I've used it, no joke, I'm not fucking around. I've been grooming myself, but I was always scared about the nicks. This thing is amazing. And ladies, if you're listening, please help your man out. Help him help you. We've secured a solid offer for y'all so you can experience it for yourself. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code BALLER at manscaped.com. We're extending this to all the listeners in Canada, UK, and Australia as well. I got you guys this time. Okay, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BALLER. Your balls will thank you. So uh, the NBA is back. Uh, yesterday, my nephew, Bowl Bowl, is, uh, and he's not my fucking real nephew. It's like, he just calls me uncle, you know what I'm saying? So he's, he's my, this is my guy. He made his scrimmage NBA debut and he fucking crushed it this motherfucker was out there shooting threes getting his own rebound dunking on motherfuckers and uh i love how dumbasses don't know that i've been around bowl since he was 15 and like i went to his high school games i went to a game in oregon like he's been my guy yo bowl i'm so glad that you fucking showed out and i fucking hope that a lot of these fucking teens regret choosing you so fucking low especially in the second round so fucking disrespectful man i knew you were a beast seeing you play man Fucking congrats on having such a great scrimmage. I can't wait to watch you play. Um, I truly support everything about you, bro. And you already know how it is. Uh, but the NBA is really happening. It's fucking crazy. And fuck, opening day for the Dodgers is today. Yes. Fucking today. I talked to Jock Peterson. Jock was like, yo, I got my rude outfit. I'm like, yo, send me some pics so I can show that shit to my boy Luigi. I'm fucking hyped. You know, it is a little awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like watching the NBA, you know, players that are in the stands, they look like motherfuckers that are, uh, you know, like, <laughs> you know, when you're at like traffic court and shit, just sitting in the fucking, it's, it's just like fucking weird, man. It's, it's crazy. But, you know, we'll take it. You know, Dodgers, they got little cutouts. I need to figure out a little bit more how to do that cutout thing. I want to put my fucking face on there a few times and maybe put like a, a BTB hat on or something. I don't know. But um, as for the NFL, um, I really don't think it's going to happen. To be honest, we'll see. You know, they had the biggest uh, lead time. They had a lot of time to fucking figure shit out. 
And uh, I was surprised to see that shit was going. And then, you know, this past weekend, well, obviously I missed the weekend wrap up and um, uh, Russell Wilson, a bunch of people were complaining about their safety and, and, I, and I get it, they should. But uh, I am getting my refund from the, the Seahawks organization for my season tickets, just sad as fuck. But it is what it is. There's no way I'm going to fucking go. And then, then no way they're going to be able to let fucking fans in. Okay. To be really truthful, <sighs> my mental health is not so good. Um, again, it, that is not to be scared for. I'm just, I'm very alert of it now. Okay. I'm aware of it. I'm starting to go a little stir crazy in the home, a little cabin fever. Even getting out and driving a little bit does help a little bit here and there. Um, I took a drive out to Monterey Park with my kids this week. Um, I've been driving out to get coffee instead of drinking it at the house. Um, I'm going like slightly crazy. Like, you know, um, I've been asking a lot of my Japanese native friends who live in Yokohama, Osaka, and Tokyo, like, what is really going on in Tokyo? Like, break it down to me. I haven't tried to book a trip there just yesterday for August or September just to see, like, you know, what, what, just if anything was available or nothing. And, you know, um, they're on like a level two. They're not blocking us. I haven't found exactly if they're quarantining Americans now. I'm sure they are because it's so fucking bad here, right? But um, no hotel, well, no five-star hotel. And in particular, I'm talking about the fucking Park Hyatt, you know, obviously my favorite hotel there, not even the Grand Hyatt, which is a true five-star hotel in Tokyo, would let me book a room. And um, I have been dreaming and thinking about Tokyo for the last week or so. I've been thinking about it on and off, but I'm saying that last week I've been thinking about it every day. It's been in my dreams, thinking about it during the daytime. I daydream about it. I just wish I was in Tokyo wandering the streets of Roppongi, Harajuku, Ginza, and just out there, you know, um, just a change of scenery. I love it out there, the food and everything. Um, but it'd be unfortunate because, you know, um, eating inside a restaurant is obviously tough. And I don't know, man, and, and I don't know how, it's just, fuck, man, I just really want shit to come back to normal. It's really starting to get crazy now, you know I mean? We're literally, legitimately, we are like, what is it? March, April, May, June, July. I mean, we're 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 almost six months in this shit. It is fucking crazy, you know. I might have to take a motherfucking just drive to San Francisco and figure things out. But again, San Francisco ain't really like that. And just to just maybe clear my mind on the road and just you know have all my, you know. I you already know I got all my shit, all my PPE and everything. But I'm really you know I want to start this fucking Murakami collab that was supposed to be started four months ago. And um, I don't know. And again, you know, I'm not really like trying to really think about jewelry too much lately. But uh, I just want to get that collab going and, and, and um, just get some shit, man. You know, uh, you guys obviously saw the J Balvin chains. It's fucking crazy. The guy's wearing fucking 10 Murakami chains. Besides the other three or four that he already has that I made, it's just fucking crazy. Back to some bullshit. Did you guys see this video of Lamar Odom last week getting his pubic hairs lasered off like bruh you went from winning nba championships with my beloved lake show to getting laser hair removal of your pubes and on videotape like bruh i heard some rumors you know of course you entertain the shit but about i heard that you know you're that i don't want to fucking just lamar's such a nice guy but Heard that his wife is is not all there and she's kind of like a weird fucking situation. But what the fuck is going on with you, bruh? Like, man, that is not very Queensbridge of you. And bro, have you not heard of Manscaped? <laughs> Shout out to Manscaped, obviously. Um, on to some entertainment. 
even though, I mean, is that what you call it? It's kind of cheap, petty, and it's nothing to joke about, you know, obviously. But, you know, this week's uh, versus battle, which was just a couple days ago, was fucking excellent. All right, that was my exact era, DMX, Snoop Dogg. I love DMX. He had some good songs, but I knew going in, look, man, I know Swizz is a little fucking, you know, he's biased and everything. He's he's rough riders all day. But let's keep it 1,000 million percent, man. DMX is, he's a legend. But you're talking about Snoop Dogg. You're talking about guaranteed out of 500 significant rappers, if there is, I don't know how high that, but you're talking about a guaranteed top 10 legendary rapper for the history. I'm talking about going back to Grandmaster Kaz and fucking going to Eric B.R. Kim, all that. Snoop is legendary on a whole nut. And not just because he's my boy. I'm talking about, look, as a DJ, DMX had hits. I'd play his shit in the club. But he's not fucking with Doggy Dog. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who spends a lot of time around me and you see me talk to my kids, you always, I say Doggy Dog all the time. Anyways. The dog father, no. No way. You can't see. Look, for real though, Snoop busted his ass. And even at the end of all that shit, he busted a freestyle and busted DMX's ass with that shit. DMX didn't even know fucking half the lyrics to his fucking songs, man. But hearing that shit just brought back all kinds of memories. And it brought back this time when I went to Snoop's first album, Doggy Style. This was uh, 93, 94. What year was it, man? His first fucking album he had a release party it was only i was the invite only you know vip interscope people industry people and um it was a marina del rey it was on a yacht big ass yacht and um it was filled with a bunch of motherfucking crips bunch of gangsters it was fucking hilarious alcohol it was a fucking shit show man and uh the sheriffs wouldn't let the boat leave too far and they were tripping, and it was just like, this was during, obviously, man, think about what racism is now with the police and the fucking, how the drama is with police and, and, and black people now. Imagine back fucking 26 years ago, 27 years ago. But we didn't get to go too far. We went maybe half a mile max away from the bay, right? But it was dope. It was a few hours, and it was just legendary, and that was like the first time. Was that the first, man? It was up there. It was either the first or the second time I ever met Snoop. But just a lot of memories, man. You know, um, when he ended the verses with next episode, it brought deep chills down my fucking, from my head to my arms to my ass crack. Like, you know, for those of you who are new and didn't listen to the K-Town Hustler series or anything else, man, look, man, I was a legit full-time Aftermath Entertainment employee. You know what? Fuck that. I was head of A&R. You know what I'm saying? I was an Aftermath Entertainment executive and obviously worked on, you know, uh, Snoop albums and on uh, a couple other things with Snoop, Murder Was the Case and everything else, doing scratch inserts, work with Death Row. But recording that 2001 album, man, when I heard that next episode shit, I was like, yo, man, and I'm sitting there talking shit in the comments. I see Tyler, the creator, saying stupid ass shit and sitting there, he's young. He's, I mean, good for him. You know, people are just happy. The fans talking stuff, and it's just like, yeah, I don't even know. I didn't see not one motherfucker in the comments that was aftermath related. Not one, which is kind of kind of bums me out. Or maybe Exhibit was in the comments, was he? I don't know. But it was just a trip. You know, what I'm saying, shout out to my boy DJ Battlecat. That 2000 album recording, that album was was legendary. That was what 99, I think. Um, and uh, being with in the studio with Nate Dog. Being with Corrupt and Corrupt bust these freestyle sessions. They go on for fucking hours. Bust for man. Corrupt was, shh, bro, lyrically, my God. And of course, my boy Hitman, who wrote 
damn near 70% of that motherfucking entire 2001 album. Recording sessions at Larrabee, Encore, Skip Sailor, um, of course, Aftermath Entertainment, you know, actual studio, which is record one, uh, infamous record one. And is that Studio City or Sherman Oaks? I don't even know. Uh, and then also recording at Dr. Dre's crib, you know, fucking legendary times, man. The Up and Smoke tour with like me as a DJ, as a tour DJ, man. Those were true glory days, okay? And yes, Snoop won, period. That was the best versus to date for sure. It has really become an amazing platform. Um, I, I can't wait to see, you know, um, there's been a couple like, eh, okay, I'm not really tripping, but I'm hearing that, you know, that people are talking about, oh, Cameron is going to come on or Nas is going to come on. I mean, I don't know if they battle each other. That'd be fucking crazy. But Cam Killer, if you just, if he just plays Purple Haze in a couple mixtapes, it's, it's fucking a rap forever. But um, yeah, that's talking about someone's like, oh, I want to see Cameron versus the game. And game has some major hits, like huge hits. But I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, you know, preference at that point. But look, man, I am fucking here for it. Anything Cameron or Nas is doing on the verses, I'm here for it. Um, speaking of rappers, Kanye West went off this week. He went fucking crazy. He went, and I, I trolled his ass and everything because I've been texting him and everything, but he went on some major rants. And being that I've personally known Kanye for 20 years and I know him, know him, I can say he wasn't acting, all right? This wasn't so no fucking album promotion and stupid shit, some stuff. It, look, man, it's not about knowing you know, um, I, I don't know what it is, man. Just like the, the some of these opinions came from from um, just from people who don't, who've never been around him, man. It's just like they're just not. When has it ever been acting for him on the on the you know the, the shit? Like he he's has some mental issues, do you know? And um, he needs some help. You know, at the same time, I tried to stay. You know, not I didn't try trying to go too crazy. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? If someone takes a soundbite off my podcast, it is what it is, man. You know, I'm almost 50. I'm too old to be petty, but at the same time, I'm too old to not speak my mind and not not say what I feel, you know? And, and I thought about it. Like, you know, like I know Rob Kardashian follows me on Twitter and, and I'm saying things. And I'm like, I already know. I'm like, y'all, I'm about to get in trouble with this shit. But really, who gives a fuck? Again, you know, I apologize to Kim for some of the things I said and they're cool and we're here and there, whatever. But there's other things that I have to say, you know what I mean? And like, I stayed neutral, you know, tweet-wise. I was very unspecific even though people know um it wasn't subliminals at all you know it's just i'm not being i'm not adding somebody you know and it's not a subliminal because i'm not sitting there being like oh yeah motherfucker who wears a red coat and blah blah where no one knows what the fuck you're talking about except you like fuck out of here all right but i stayed neutral because i've had a long relationship with the kardashians um that spans you know shit 20 fucking years do you know and um you know they're fickle as a family. Like I don't give a fuck. Like what they they haven't changed shit. They haven't done anything for, not that people need to do things for me. But they ain't did shit to me. Like Rob was my boy for a really long time. He's gone through some weird episodes here and there. And cool, sure. I don't hate Rob. I got nothing against Rob. We've hung out, kicked it. That is my boy. We've traveled together and everything. And he's been in my home and he's met my family. But you know what? I don't got a lot of friends by choice. Do you know? Because I'd like to have better quality relationships and have quantity of relationships, you know? But I do very well for myself, obviously. Do you know? I discuss it, but I think people already know. Like, you know, people already assume that I'm doing well. Whether if there's an insecurity or anything, it's like with them, I don't think they even know. Not that it really matters, but what I'm saying is I don't need 
you guys for shit. I need you guys to help me out. Nothing. You guys couldn't cancel me if you fucking tried. It wouldn't happen. And why am I going so hard? It's because I just never got along with Chris. Chris Jenner has just always been the fucking devil to me. Do you know? Sidebar real quick. I remember going to Reggie Bush's house. And uh, I've been Reggie's jeweler since he was at fucking USC. So this is like 2006. Okay, 2007. And I remember when him and Kim uh, like literally began dating. All right, I'd see her over there at the house all the time. And, and uh, you know, I don't even remember. Did, did I talk about this where me and Reggie, Reggie Bush went on the motorcycles and there was an incident that, anyways, briefly, man, look, me and Reggie Bush, he would always want me to go ride motorcycles with him because he didn't really trust a lot of people. And that's my guy. I never talked about it until he finally was like, I don't give a fuck you talk about it. Cool. And he brought it up a bunch of times. But we went to go ride motorcycles. He had this crazy custom GSXR. I had my GSXR 1000. And I didn't think he really knew how to ride that good. I actually helped Reggie get his motorcycle license. That's a true fact. And um, we're riding through Sunset and he crashes, right? Like right at the entrance of Bel Air. And, um, you know, I, I was kind of like, oh shit, this is big news. This, this is when Reggie was a really heavy dude in, in the press and everything. You know, he's rookie going to the NFL, getting crazy money, signed a $65 million contract back then, you know, whatever. And so Kim is on her way to come get us or come help out, whatever. And she's like too slow and too late, whatever. I get him. I'm like, yo, bro, you want me to ride my bike? You ride my bike and I'm going to ride yours. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it. He was kind of embarrassed and everything. I never talked about it until he was comfortable with it. People knew that they could trust me with the real story about some shit. And, um, you know, we went back to the crib and Kim was my neighbor at the time. We lived a block away from each other. And so I'd be around them a lot. You know, anyways, years later, Reggie hits me up to get a chain for his wife, his, his, his wife. You know, they broke up and everything. And I forgot how it came up exactly but he's like yo bro I, I dodged a real bullet didn't i and i'm like yo you did no cap i didn't say no cap then because it wasn't a word but i mean yeah man you really did you know and, and um again i just i never got along with chris man she's the quarterback the coach and everything else and she just you know it's every so it's too much fucking thinking about shit and too much i just fuck that man she's a fucking hater like she's crazy as fuck too you know when kanye called her Chris Jong-un, I legit died inside. I laughed my fucking ass off. That is such a fucking bar. Like, wow. All right? And like, I'm cool for real. Like, if I don't see any of them ever again, it wouldn't matter. I know I still talk to Scott Disick in there, whatever. I don't think he's really true. But it's like, that shit, like that whole, like, look, man, I don't give a fuck Outside my direct family and the Dust Brothers, I really don't give a fuck if I don't run into anybody anymore. Like, I do my own thing and I stay out the fucking way, okay? Kanye calling Corey Gamble Kanye. That shit was also a fucking bar. I was so fucking dead after I heard that shit. Yo, Corey is a fucking lame too. Super lame. Like... Bro, man, this motherfucker tried to tell me, he was like, oh, yeah, I got a fucking uh, Ferrari Marinello F12 GTO. Like, what, bro? Bro, shut the fuck up. Don't try to talk about Ferraris with me, bro, because you have some fucking, some money from a fucking sugar mom. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. You sound stupid as fuck. And now he's like a watch collector because he has like six paddocks and everything. Man, get the fuck out of here, bro. Everyone's a fucking watch collector now. It's just so fucking typical. But anyways, Corey was a fucking lame when he was fucking Justin Bieber's road manager. I think he still works with Scooter, and I don't give a fuck. He's a lame now. He's lame then. And uh, just because he's fucking a 65-year-old psychopath fucking rich woman, like, tries to talk down on people 
And uh, like, he needs to get the fuck out of here with that. He's a side dude, period. All right. I'm glad Kanye fucking exposed his ass. And it's just like people hide behind security and whatever and think they're super important and shit. Like, like people think that I think I'm important. I don't take myself that serious. I might be hard on myself, but I don't take that, that myself that serious at all. Who else did Kanye expose? Uh, he exposed Lar- Larsa Pippen, a.k.a. Thotty Pippen. So random because I fucking said I was Scotty Pippen in 90 years. Anyways, she's just Jesus Christ, man. 46 years old and trying to be in the scene, like going out at least three, four times a week, like smashing dudes in cars and just doing some other, she's crazy, man. But she's never been nothing but trouble. She's messy as fuck. She tried to get me caught up in some bullshit with a friend of mine. That, and that's why I'm like, fuck her too. She tried to get me some, caught up in some drama, man. But like, look, back to Kanye. I'm glad that Chappelle went to go visit him and uh, my boy Dame Dash went to go visit him. Hope he gets some help. I don't know, man. Like I said, I texted him. He didn't reply. But at the same time, he's texting me and I didn't reply because I don't want to make no joy. But I'm not looking forward to this Donda album. Uh, I'll be honest, that gospel album was trash. I already know that this Donda album ain't going to be lit at all whatsoever. I don't care if Dr. Dre mixed the shit or whatever. I don't know. It's just... Uh, MBDTF, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, was his last classic album. Jesus was was pretty good. Jesus was was definitely a good album. Um... Most of everything else after that was Basura, straight Basura. Even fucking My Life of Pablo or whatever the fuck that shit was, whatever. Was the, obviously, the Cuddy track was dope, but eh, I don't know. But it was entertainment to some people at the expense of uh, Kanye's mental health, you know, it's sad. But, uh, you know, I, I won't lie. I got, I happened to be up and I got notifications. I was like, oh shit, see what the fuck's going on. He was going off. Good for him. I don't think he was lying at all. You know, the situation with Meek and I don't know, Meek said it was Cap. I don't know. Um, I did hear, and I told some of my close friends, told my wife, and I was like, yo, I think they're going to get a divorce. And that was like way before they even talked about it. So it's kind of crazy. I don't know, man. I hope that everything is okay with the kids and everything else. And uh, I don't want like, you know, again, I I really don't have a problem with Kim, man. But yeah, it's just a a weird thing. You know, when you get that famous and that rich and all this other shit and fame, it's just fuck, man. Like, I don't know. That's just me. Like eight seasons, nine seasons, 10 seasons. I'd, I'd have been done after four. Like for what? Yeah, y'all already paid. You guys, are, the show is fake as it is. Like why keep shooting it? Anyways, speaking of shows, speaking of movies, speaking of entertainment, I watched this movie called Backroads. And uh, it's with this girl, Nicola or Nic- Nic- Niccolo. I'm sorry, Nicola or Nic- Nicola uh, Pelts. I don't know, but she's really cute. This girl's super pretty, super cute. Um, movie is real dark. Real weird, but hey, look at I like dark and weird, and uh, it was some other shit. I suggest you watch it and check it out. Dark Roads. What else did I fucking watch? I just watched something the other day. Fucking Jordan fucking reckoning it. <laughs> it was entertaining. I forgot what the fuck Jordan. What the fuck was it called? Do you want to fucking jump on the microphone and and insert what the fuck the movie was called? I forgot. Was it was it Cash Plane Money Plane? It was a Money Plane right? That shit was all right. You're fucking crazy. Anyways, back to that girl, Nicola or Nicola Peltz. I had no idea she was engaged. She's young. She's like 23 or whatever. And she just got engaged a week ago to Brooklyn Beckham, who was like 21. I remember meeting this kid when he was like 12. And it's like, bro, you are a little kid. I know you ain't really gone out and smashed a ton of girls and whatever. And you seem like a really good kid. You know, you seem the nicest kid in the world. But bro, you don't even know what the fuck love is really yet. Like, 
and the sheltered life you live, like, you need to pump your brakes, homie. You need to live more life, like, for real. If you want to be with this girl forever, shit, you need to let her go and go out and handle some business. Go out there and just have fun. It don't matter how much money your family got and how good your life is, man. You just, you know, you start a marriage that young and you don't have that much experience in life, it just ends up being an uphill battle just starting that early. You know, I think he might regret it. You know, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. P-Valley is my new favorite show, okay? P-Valley on Stars, yes, the cable network Stars. It is my new favorite guilty pleasure. This show is fucking lit. It is about a strip club and the patrons and the fucking strippers that are in it. It is based in, is it fucking Mississippi or Indiana? It's, it's somewhere country as fuck. I suggest you check that show out for sure. That is a show you want to show in the soundtrack. Everything is, it's only two episodes deep, but it is good. And I'm excited, man. I decided to watch the last dance again documentary. I watched the entire documentary episode one to 10 all over again, because it brings back so many memories again of that era. And it's so crazy. I love that. Not that I don't love my life and my kids and everything's great, but I love those times so much. And I didn't have the money or luxuries that I have now. It just, just shows you, you know, it's just, Great times, great memories. I think I said this when Last Dance came out in real time that I wasn't really a huge Jordan fan growing up. You know, I was obviously a fan of his and I respect. I think he's, you know, definitely one of the greatest, if not number one or number two. You know, um, uh, I liked him a lot, but I was so obsessed with Magic Johnson and Kobe and Shaq and, you know, my Lakers that, you know, um, I didn't really, you know, uh, Jordan was second best in my personal, you know, just my, my fan. Uh, me being a fan, it was, you know, he, he couldn't come before them. But that Kobe tribute, that like semi-tribute in episode six or something, that fucks me up still. Just watching it just fucks me up. Hearing him talk about it, watching him play, seeing him young at that time when he played in that fucking playoff game, that was when we were boys, you know? And before LeBron tweeted this week, early this week, he tweeted that not a day goes by without thinking about Kobe. And I felt the same fucking way. But I didn't want to talk about it. I thought about tweeting it or whatever else. But I didn't want to say it after he did. You know what I mean? I fucking feel corny. Like, you know, saying something after fucking uh, LeBron did. But um, I, I think about Kobe, you know, just more often than ever. And it just doesn't make any sense. It just does not make fucking sense. You know what? Real random sidebar, weird as fuck. I was going to say it doesn't make sense like 2 plus 2 equals 5. Right? And that's how a lot of these Republicans and, and uh these right wingers, that's how they they feel these days. And it's like I saw this meme that Jordan Winter sent me, and it shows um like 20 years ago, and there's a picture of a six. And if you turn a six upside down, what is it? It's a nine. So when you look at it, it could be a six, it could be nine. You don't know, it's really perspective, but it's supposed to be a six, you know? And it says Democrats, and they say it's a six, and they show Republicans, and the Republicans say it's a nine. And then they show now today in today's time. And then the Democrats are saying, it's still a six. And the Republicans are saying, it's a four. That shit was the most, it, it hit different. That was like just some other shit. Like really for real, it was fucking amazing. Um, so on to the hobby. People are still like complaining about the shipping situation. I got no control over it. I'm just doing my fucking thing, doing my job. It's like, man, what are you guys in a rush for? No one is fucking going anywhere. And people are complaining about this, that, and a third. It's like, look, man, it's going to take about realistically three to five weeks for you to get your cards, man. 
okay? But my Don Mattingly card is out right now, okay? Don Mattingly, the hitman, all right? It is out right now. I love this fucking card. Um, speaking of shipping, my Cal Ripken cards should be begin shipping this weekend, and you should start getting them very soon. Ship out next week, I'm sure, depending on what kind of, you know, where you where you live, because obviously it's being shipped from Florida. But once I get my Cal Ripkins, you already know. Uh, you know, I'm, I was trying to do this um, collaboration with a local hobby shop, and uh, I'm still gonna try to figure that out because I have a bunch of fucking cards. Once I get the cards, you already know. Go to bbdtc.com, and they will all be authenticated autographed, you know, authenticated by Beckett. You get a certificate of authenticity. You get a little sticker saying it's witnessed by Beckett. And uh, yeah, I'll begin to sell those. Obviously, it'd be whenever they come out. If I get them on Monday, they come out on Thursday. If I get them on Tuesday and Wednesday, they'll come out on Friday. But look, man, my Don Madeline card is only available for another 21 hours from the moment of you listening to this podcast. If you are listening to it in real time, Okay, it is now uh, July 23rd. Again, it's Kaya's birthday. And this card ends on July 24th at, I think, 9 or 10 a.m. Pacific time. And that is it. After that, it's eBay and whatever else. But uh, again, if you are listening to the podcast in real time, you know, you you have very little time to grab that. So don't sleep. Uh, also get my boy Blake Jameson's Ichiro. It's actually one of my favorite Ichiro's out of the Project 2020 set to date. Um, my next card, which is in two weeks, is Mark McGuire. So we're going back to Oakland, the town, for that one. Um, but I really like this Don Manley card. You know, it's like uh, just a lot of, you know, 80s references that time. You know, obviously that was when I was growing up. I threw in some uh, subway graffiti you know, a little bit of a skyline. If you look really deep into it, there's the Bronx Bomber plane dropping balls on uh, Don's mugshot. I threw the Risky Business Ray-Ban Wayfarers. Um, I brought back the Iced Out Batting Gloves. You know, uh, this is my ninth card. So we are almost halfway done. My Mark McGuire will be my 10th card, which will make it, you know, I'll be halfway done the project. There's 20 cards, 20 artists. Um, my Topps Chrome set should be dropping soon. Uh, definitely before summer ends, okay? I can't wait to leak some pics. And uh, Tops did say they are working on the shipping. Ship, they're about to fucking, once they get this big rush out, shit's gonna take like a week for you to get your cards, two weeks max, like, because the print runs are very low now. But, oh yeah, speaking of uh, my website, BBDTC, I dropped, or well, I added a frequently asked question section on the website, Um there is a lot of good info on there. It talks again about how many cards I've signed, the colors, you know, the numbers, the series. I'm dropping one on ones and things like that. And, um, you know, obviously, if you have a blue autograph on a card, it's a little rare because I only did like a handful of those. And, uh, oh, yeah, check it out. I'd added a section on my website called Ben's Closet. And that's where I'll be just getting rid of random shit, like, but nice shit, obviously. Not going to get rid of fucking some Kirkland fucking used t shirts, no. Um, like, you know, Hermes wallet. Goyard passport holder. I just put the passport holder up uh, like a week ago, so that's for sale now. Uh, I'm going to put a bathing ape baby stroller. It's kind of expensive. I got the Supreme suitcase that's brand new. It's fucking super going for crazy paper. But like high-end luxury stuff that I used, you know, for a good deal. Um, Maybe some Supreme shit. 
and um, shit that I don't wear anymore. Also, if you see something on the Ben's Closet section, that's kind of negotiable, man. You know what I'm saying? If you want to make an offer on that, man, send me an email and I will fucking make you a deal. But yo, buying some clothes, if you're in XL, you know, in clothes, shit, get this shit from me. Better than going to a consignment store and, you know, I mean, everyone wins. But yeah, check out bbdtc.com and uh, what are we talking about? Cars now a little bit. Okay, so back to this hypercar situation. I decided to double down and put 85% cash down on this fucking car that I wanted, which goes against everything I stand for, okay? Especially when it comes to cars, right? And, I mean, I'm going to just get out the fucking way, right? I had a build number three of 500 Senna. It's a super rare Senna. It was a $1.1 million car. Got a fucking great deal on it. It did every recall. There's no issues. No more blowing up anything else. And it was fucking, this deal was fucking done. If I did this shit before the pandemic, there wouldn't even be a fucking question. I'd be driving the fucking car right now. And I was getting rid of my Luso and my Pista for it and didn't give a fuck. Was about to go. And I was like, not really, you know, like, there's not many McLarens I really fuck with. I'm not really a big fan of the Speedtail and the other fucking, uh, I forgot what the fuck it's called, that fucking next kind of crazy-ass fucking, like, million-dollar car they got coming out. It's not really a big fan of. Um, anyways, banks are tripping right now, okay? There is a lot of bank fraud currently with exotic car loans, and because it's COVID and people aren't paying their fucking loans, they have become extremely strict with loans. Now, had this been a Ferrari, you know, like a TDF or even a fucking F40 or something, I'd be driving the car right now because they wouldn't trip on what I put down to nothing. Ferrari is a private bank. I have a $2 million credit line with them. I'm not flexing. I'm just telling you the truth. But these other banks just aren't doing big loans. And if they do, they got fucking five, six stipulations. I'm like, really? You want tax returns and all this other shit? And you want me to show this? And you tell, like, what the fuck? Are you guys crazy? Like, it just makes it, like, just gives me a headache and it's not worth it. I'm not really tripping. Two of the banks that I try to do the deal with, I got approved. It's not that at all. But I have over two million in cars. I'm sorry. It With each bank, I have $2 million in car loans paid off. With each, it's $4 million between two banks. And they can't even, they gave me a low 3%, you know, APR. But, like, just what they wanted, it was just bullshit. With $800,000 cash down, you want to give me a fucking headache? And like, I know I could buy the car outright, but that's not the point, do you know? The point is to keep as much cash as possible in the bank so you could do whatever else you want to do with it, okay? And obviously, I would save so much more on taxes by doing a lease and then obviously selling it later and saving on taxes when I sell it and all this other shit. But it's just a headache and I'm not tripping. I still got the fucking one of the first, I had the first SF90 coming into fucking California, probably one of the first coming in the country. It's got a thousand horsepower. Motherfucker's a beast. I don't know. I might fucking keep the piece to get rid of the loose. So I haven't figured it out yet. I've just been bored as a motherfucker buying shit and I almost bought a motherfucking another GT2 RS the other day. Thank God I didn't. But remember, not getting what you want could be a wonderful stroke of luck. That's the Dalai Lama. That's not me. I'm just, it's, man, it's so fucking true. Um, yo, before we cut out, I just wanted to say that I really hate people who do subliminals, okay? Especially men. That's female behavior, all right? Some of you guys are listening. Is that a subliminal though? What, what, you're, you're saying a subliminal. No, I'm not. Who am I talking about? 
I'm talking about any and every single man who does it, okay? Or any single man who uses subs. Just don't, okay? Okay. And the word savage, it's too overused. And it's like, it's for like, these, like you see these girls who are like fucking little cutesy girls. They're like, you know, not even like, like you, you could tell when chicks like just a fucking super whore and just been like, and be like, oh, how could you fucking tell? Because you can tell when girls are talking about, oh, I suck dick and da 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 on their captions. I'm talking about just like girls who are like, really like, look like decent, cute girls and they just try to use the word savage. This shit drives me nuts, okay? Cute little model girls saying savage in their caption, this, that. Savage, you don't know what the fuck's, savage, you're using it improperly, okay? Fucking your blood brother, that's savage, Okay? Taking a shit inside your car before your brother's graduation or before your mom's funeral. That's savage, okay? <laughs> Jerking off in church while church is going on is savage. I don't know. Like I'm, I know. It's time for me. I'm, <laughs> I got to chill. All right. Anyways, that is it for episode 99. Do not forget to subscribe and you need to set an alarm for episode 100. My special guest is the most requested guest I've ever had since I started this podcast. Yes, it is my wife, Nicolette. I am fucking scared for this thing. I don't know, this is kind of crazy, it's funny. She's actually nervous and um, it's gonna be special. I, episode 100 is gonna be special. I'm gonna do a extended fan question where it's like an interview form where you guys can just go and ask fucking anything okay so people please do not forget episode 100 is in a few days it's four days away okay so i need you to submit all your fan questions right now this is a milestone episode so please submit all your fan questions before saturday okay i'm gonna record the fan questions probably on saturday or sunday so please send in your questions for that milestone episode you already know go to the podcast page on ios and leave a five-star review in question format all right i'm gonna be going hard on those questions like i said after episode 100 i will only do fan questions once a month we used to do them every weekend wrap up and we did them every two weeks now it's only gonna be every once a month to make it better all right i love you guys yo my guy lakey inspired please take us out of here all right hey y'all see y'all later have a great weekend